Hello, Ned Sublet with you on Afropop Worldwide with my Afropop partner, Sean Barlow. Today, music in a changing Cuba. All right, Ned Sublet sitting in with us for this edition of Afropop Worldwide. Georges Coyne is away. So Ned was just uh, in Cuba, and he's got lots of music and stories. Yes, I've been taking travelers to Cuba on music seminars, recording Afro-Cuban music for a future Afropop Worldwide Hip Deep episode. If you want to go to Cuba with me, email postmambo, that's P-O-S-T-M-A-M-B-O, at Gmail. So Ned, what's happening with Los Van Van? Their founder, Juan Formel, passed away in 2014. Yes, and everybody still feels him as though he were present. That's what uh, Samuel Formel said to me. He said, my father's physically not with us on stage, but he's in the house. The band is sounding awesome, writing new tunes. Let's hear a number from their album, La Fantasia. This song furnished their first video clip. It's called La Moda the style and subtitled La Keratina. Keratina is keratin which is used to straighten hair. The song satirizes hair straightening though not from the point of view of ethnic pride but from the point of view of how much it costs. Señores, yo tengo dos amigas que son muy 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 presumidas. Solo que tienen que tener cuidado, cuidado con la keratina. La historia de dos amigas con distintas situaciones. A una le dicen la china y la otra se llama Dolores. Resulta que mis amigas quieren cambiar su apariencia. La china doctora en ciencias y Dolores en economía. Y se va para la Argentina Antes de subirse al avión Quiere hacerse la queratina Ahora su amiguita Dolores Tiene en plan otras pretensiones Ya no quiere hacerse de Ahora quiere las extensiones Es que los precios de hoy en día
from Cuba, Los Bamban, with La Moda. Ned Zeblet with you on Afropop Worldwide. And Sean Barlow with you also sitting in for Georges Collinet. Wow. I'm feeling Georges today. George, we're sending you love. <laughs> especially because you just won that Peabody Award, George, as did Sean. As did everybody. Yeah, we should just... Uh, it's a big deal. On behalf of the music of Africa and the African diaspora, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. Thanks for caring about the best music in the world. And we roll on. Ned, we're all very curious here, of course, in the U.S. about the U.S. opening to Cuba. And you hear a lot of back and forth about it and opinions and this and that. But tell us what your observations are. The U.S. opening to Cuba took us all by surprise when it was announced on December 17, 2014. It's moving forward. It looks to be one of the great accomplishments of the Obama presidency. And his visit to Cuba on March 21st and 22nd of 2016 will be truly historic. Only one other sitting U.S. president has visited Cuba. Calvin Coolidge in 1928. Three days after President Obama leaves, the Rolling Stones will play a free outdoor concert in Havana. Meanwhile, Major Lazer played a free outdoor concert at the Tribuna Antimperialista in front of the U.S. Embassy in Havana on March 6th. The news continues to roll in. On March 18th at South by Southwest in Austin, a smoking Cuban music showcase. And from May 5th to May 8th, there's a four-day international music festival called Musicabana, spelled M-U-S-I-C-A-B-A-N-A. I'm on the advisory board that's designed to attract U.S. visitors. Now, of course, there's political opposition to this opening at home. Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, both right-wing Cuban-Americans who have never been to Cuba, are representatives of the old guard that put the embargo in place, and they've predictably been attacking the opening. So there's been a race to lock down as many connections as fast as possible, so it can't be easily undone if the political winds should shift. President Obama's visit puts the seal on moving it forward. Now let's see how far we get. There are a lot of challenges, including Havana's decrepit infrastructure, U.S. businesses' lack of comprehension of Cuba, and possibly recalcitrance from the Cuban government. But much of the American business community wants this change, and there's a great sense of optimism in the air in Cuba, like I've never seen in 25 plus years there. Imagine Cuba without an embargo. Imagine Cuba with modern communications, modern transportation links, access to financial services. I think we'll see Havana becoming an international center of production and performance. So Ned, uh, what's changed with the music since uh, last time you were there in, what was it, 2003? Yeah, I was in Cuba a lot between 1990 and 2003, but I didn't go to Cuba between 2003 and 2015. The biggest change I noticed, something that was just beginning when I was last there, reggaeton has taken over. Reggaeton has the interesting property of being hated by those who don't love it. But those who love it include a very large number of Havana's dancers and teenagers. It's the pop music. It fuses with other kinds of music, and although reggaeton comes from Jamaica via Eastern Cuba, via Panama, via Puerto Rico, it's this Pan-Antillian Spanish language music, right? 
in Cuba, it takes on its own characteristics. I saw Chacali Yakarta perform a barrio dance in uh, Regla, for example, and they came with a 10-piece band behind them. Four horns. Real musicians. Four horns. Real musicians. Yeah, I mean, they're, they've also got tracks going on. But meanwhile, there's a four real band because there's such a huge installed base of competent musicians in Cuba. So the reggaeton in Cuba is slowly becoming a more Cuban music, slowly becoming a little different music from the reggaeton of the other places. Meanwhile, it's created its own commercial circuit. It's uh, the big money music in the country. Let's listen to Chacal y Yakarta, who have been very big for the last two years. This is the soundtrack of a live video. I can't tell how much is live and how much is pre-recorded, but I saw them do a live show and it was very much like this. Here's El Chacal, the Jackal, y Yakarta live with Paquete Venga. No. Lo mismo de antes, la calle está llena de maleantes, llena de mujeres interesantes, llena de mujeres de cada guante, llena de chamaquitos bonitos, siendo celos cantantes.
Sal de arriba en mí Que yo tengo todo el dinero Que te hace falta a ti Ando como me da la gana No creo en ti Ni en tu poquita mirada Ningún abrazo Ningún beso en la cara
Los cuatro very popular reggaeton foursome featuring El Micha, major reggaeton star who sounds very much on the Jamaican model. We also heard Chacal featuring Micha y Los Cuatro and Jacob Forever. Jacob Forever was one of the original members of Gente de Sona. And that number was called Talento y Dinero, Talent and Money. Gente de Sona, of course, have become major international pop stars. Together with Enrique Iglesias and Decemer Bueno, their song Bailando has racked up 1.32 billion with a B plays on YouTube in a little less than two years. And they've signed with Mark Anthony's company Magnus Music in Miami. No record with Cuban content has had this kind of contemporary pop penetration. This is a whole new game. Everybody loves what Gente de Sona and Decemer Bueno have done with Enrique Iglesias. Sofía, mi cabeza. 
for more information from our Music in a Changing Cuba show. Remember, you can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. I'm Sean Barlow, sitting in for Georges Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. Major funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Humanities, the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and PRI, Public Radio International Affiliate Stations around the U.S. And please, remember to support your public radio station. Additional support for Afropop Worldwide comes from the world-famous Apollo Theater, presenting Africa Now 2016, featuring Bambino from Niger, Mukumba from Zimbabwe, Jojo Abo from Ghana, and Al Sarah and the Nubatones from Sudan on Saturday, March 26th. More information at apollotheater.com. And from Nunsuch Records, presenting Neso, the new album from Malian singer-songwriter Rokia Traore, on tour in the U.S. this spring. More info on the web at nonsuch.com. Now I'm wondering about Timba, whatever happened to Timba? Timba is still going strong. It doesn't totally dominate the Cuban dance music scene like it did in the 90s. And I really don't think I'll ever live again in my life days as exciting as 90 through 97 in Cuba as Inge La Banda was coming up strong and creating Santa Palabra while Los Ban Ban was coming back at them with another one to knock them off the top. And Alberto Alvarez came along with Dale Como e, and then there appeared Paulito F.E.G. and the Charanga Habanera. Each one of these was like a seismic moment and they all came with these incredible records that define the time better than anything. It's a different age now and Timba has lost a lot of ground to reggaeton. But these Timba bands are awesome. They've been playing live regularly, full time, some of them for 25 years or more. And they'll do battle with any dance band anywhere. And the rest of the world doesn't really know about them yet. I wonder if Timba's great moment internationally might be about to start. 
Here's possibly the most popular timba band in Havana right now, though there are a bunch of them. Alexandra Abreu and Havana de Primera.
locura Voy a cantar para mí mismo Pero no quiero que parezca un egoísmo Es que han pasado muchos años Pero la gente me quiere Así que tú que estás atrás Agárrame si puedes No lo digo yo No Lo dijo mi hermana Lo dijo mi hermana ¿Sabes por qué? Se acabaron los Porque le dio la gana la gente, porque yo soy diferente, cuando toca mi banda, esto se pone caliente, caliente, hirviendo, echando humo, y tú sufriendo, esto es el colmo, voy a cantar por primera vez, tú no me caes, dame palmas, no sé cómo me voy a curar, esta pegadera que tengo yo, que loco. El médico me aconsejó que me alejara del primer lugar. Bien loco. Pero no sé cómo se hace no. si los demás se caen tan fácil. Ah, mira. Tú me tienes que explicar cómo se cae en maricar. Tira, tira. No sé cómo me voy a curar esta pegadera que tengo yo. Parece que no tiene cura. Son 30 años de tortura. A los confederios. Estoy cumpliendo una condena. Ya me lo dijo la enfermera. ¿Qué van a hacer? Eh? Me lo dijo hasta mi abuela.
sitio conmigo ha soñado Que este año lograré lo que tanto anhelado Solo tengo que buscar Pegarse de caracoles Con una pucha de flor y llevársela al mar Charangon with Agua Pa Yema Ya, Water for Yema Ya. Before that, Pupi, Cesar Pedroso Pupi y los que son son with El Cache. And before that, David Calzado y Charanga Habanera with La Pegadera. And we started out with Habana de Primera. Ned Sublet with you on Afropop Worldwide. Elito Rede is uh, obviously the son of Elio Rede, who's rest in peace. Is it sort of typical that the next generation and the son takes up the reins and inherits the band, in effect? It's very common. It's, why stop a good band? Cuban music is dynastic. People learn how to play and learn style by the time they start music school at home with their families. Music's a respected profession, and children of band leaders are brought up to run the family band, so by the time they're grown up, they know exactly what to do. Some bands are on their second, third generation even. Orquesta Aragón, founded in 1939 in Cienfuegos. Still sounding great today, still touring the world. They're on their third or maybe fourth generation of musicians. Let's switch gears a second here, Ned. How do people in Cuba these days get their music? Oh, this is mind-blowing. 
They don't have internet. Because Cuba was left off the fiber optic backbone at the U.S.'s insistence. Part of the embargo, there is no fiber optic link to Havana. So kids can't stream. How do they get their music then? They get it from El Paquete. Actually, a bunch of what we've been hearing came from El Paquete. Which is? El Paquete is a digital package that is distributed all over the island every week in the form of flash drives through a whole network of sub-distributors, many of them teenagers. Everybody in the island, it seems, knows someone who gets El Paquete and can copy stuff from them. So people in Cuba are hearing all the new Cuban music they're seeing all the new music videos, mm -hmm. and it's out in the provinces that the hits get made. The people in the smaller towns are usually the ones who break a hit that they've heard on El Paquete that start jamming it a lot at the neighborhood dances, and then it becomes number one in Havana after that. Okay, Ned, we've heard reggaeton, we've heard some kind of old school timba music, and a lot of talk about all that's changing in Cuba now culturally and otherwise, what's not changed or changing? The spirit is still there. The spirit of Afro-Cuban religions has always been strong. I want to play something by the late Papo Angarica, batalero and tremendo rumbero who passed in July 2015. This is from an album he put out a couple of years ago called Ifa Ni Orun, and this is a canto y toque for Ogun the Yoruba god of iron and war.
quisiste con palabras engañarme Fingiendo comprender mis sentimientos Fingiendo que tenías corazón No trates De hacer que muera en mí la desconfianza La culpa y la maldad de tus palabras Sellaron el final de esta ilusión Perdóname este orgullo Por mi sinceridad perdón te pido Pero te has encontrado Con este corazón Que ha comprendido Que en ti solo hay egoísmo Palabras Aléjate de mí con tus palabras Aléjate bien pronto de mi vida Y busca un corazón Que la reciba Aide Milanes, the title song from her lovely album Palabras, consisting of songs by the Cuban composer Marta Valdez. Well, thanks, Ned, for stopping by the Afropop Studios here in Brooklyn and sharing your stories and music from your recent visit to Cuba. It just makes me so proud, actually, that we've won this Peabody Award, which we mentioned earlier on. This is an award for all 27 years of work on behalf of the music of Africa and the African diaspora. 
And you were a big part of that with your coverage of the Cuban connection from 1990 to 2003, and now you're back in Cuba. So, And I'm so proud to have been working for Afropop all these years in the 90s when nobody was paying attention to Cuba. We were bringing back the new music from Cuba and putting it out for all the world to hear on the radio. And I just want to send out lots of love to all our people in Cuba who have been such good friends to us all these years. And if you want to know how to go to Cuba with me, email me at postmambo, P-O-S-T-M-A-M-B-O, at gmail. Well, you know, Ned, thinking of the Peabody Award, there are so many people to thank. And number one, of course, are the artists whose hospitality and passion and sheer talent as we traveled all over Africa and the diaspora inspired us to do this work. And a big thanks also to our amazing creative team, senior producer Banning Air, Ned Sublet, of course, Georges Collinet, chief audio engineer and co-producer Michael Jones, and our engineers Stephanie Lebeau and Brendan Baker. Banning Air and C.C. Smith edit our website for afropop.org. Our producer for new media is Atane Ofiaja. Sitting in for Georges Collinet, I'm Sean Barlow. And I'm Ned Sublet. Public Radio International.